Hello and welcome back to Rebound with Resilience, a podcast dedicated to raise your resilience mindset and mental wellness. Last week, we had Daryl on the show to talk about purpose, passion and power. If you haven't listened to that, do listen to it. But in line with the start of the new year, we are going to carry on helping you to achieve your goals, helping you to start the new year, right? I have with me a friend and a guest, Tsingan, to talk about setting goals and more importantly, establishing systems and routines to achieve them. All right, so welcome Tsingan to the yes. podcast. Wow. Thanks, Kevin, you? for the invitation. <laughs> really, really happy to be here and your new studio um, right after Daryl. Um, yeah, yeah. Very excited to share um, all, and have a very good conversation for this yeah, yeah. one hour. Yeah, um, you know, just to introduce Tingan a little bit, right? I, mean, I met you, you know, I first actually Tingan is actually a student. So he's actually a student now from NUS Business School. He's an entrepreneur. He's uh, one of the top financial consultants for his age. And he has also wrote a book called Simple Wallet, right? Which I've bought as well. It's a great book. Uh, it's an adulting guide for graduates, and especially millennials as well. And he has achieved so much success, right, at his age. And really, I tell you, right, despite his success is so, he's so humble and so, you see what strikes me the most is how disciplined he is right, around his systems and around um, his principles. La. So I think he's one of the best people to actually talk about this topic today. Okay, so I'm looking forward. <laughs> Do you okay. remember the first time you met? Yeah, um, it's actually a personal development um, networking uh, program, right? Um, a networking session. Uh, I was involved in the startup um, expertise and then uh, that's when I met um, this guy, you know, called Rebound of Resilience. Super interesting. <laughs> and he was one of the winners for our contest. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and uh, so, wow, this guy can speak. And, you know, he, he came up to me and we, we chatted. And he, he even wanted to support a, a watch brand that I, I was, um, I started in my first business. So I said, wow, this guy. And I followed his Instagram. The content he creates. like, wow, you know, this is something that more people need to hear about. And I shared yeah. about him. Along the way, we built you know good relations, supported each other. We hop on Zoom calls, and then here we are today, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah, and she's interesting. I still remember you. You were handing out like beers to everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so man. About, who's this guy handing out? <laughs> so overly enthusiastic, and then when you shared as well, uh, for for that part expertise, right? It's basically mm. a personal development, um, platform. I think can really sense your passion uh, in your journey. You share about starting Ikigai, uh, your watch brand. And then here you are now, I think about a couple of, a year later, I think about a year later, we are, yeah. we are seated here doing this podcast. So, I mean, the reason why I did this introduction is because I, I just want audience to know you as a person mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. La, before we actually talk about it. But uh, I'm sure as you go along, you will definitely get to know Tsingan better and uh, how you can really, resharing can definitely help you all right to get uh, more insights uh, about habits. Yeah. Okay. So... Okay, so the outline of this podcast, I think new year, new me, everyone is setting new goals, right? You talk about yes. purpose, uh, but a lot of times we don't achieve our goals because we don't actually take actions to get there. So I'm going to talk to Tsingan about establishing effective systems, right? Setting goals and also um, overcoming barriers to inaction. Uh. Okay, what are some barriers that stops people from taking action? And how do you actually overcome it? Okay, so Tingan, let's begin with a bit of your uh, brief background and motivations first. We'll just describe your childhood briefly, what excited you the most? Childhood, okay, childhood. So, I would say, you know, um, I'm the kind of guy when I was from young primary school, Yeah, I like to go to the library in the weekends oh, and cool. uh, borrow books. But somehow, Still. I wasn't very proud of it, um, okay. honestly. And, and the kind of books that I borrow are actually, um, can be from habits to building relationships to 
um, even how to study, um, a lot of personal development stuff and um, and uh, psychological stuff. Um, and you know, soon after, you know, uh, when I'm transited to secondary school, right. the things that I was interested previously in primary school, such as uh, media, so I, I love photo editing, video editing, okay. and writing as well. All these are slowly, you know, um, put to the shelf or, you know, less of importance because I was focusing a lot on grades. Right, right. So, um, you know, I was chasing grades and it, it became less meaningful, I would say, but still it's just being part of the system, being part of the whole entire culture of smugging. Okay. Um, and uh, that, that was when I, I felt that when I go to uh, NS, right, in the army, I actually wanted to, uh, I have more time to myself. There's no more studying left. Right. And that's when I regained back that, you know, in, in my interest. Just doing things that I feel that matter to me the most. Things that I always wanted to explore. I started reading. Um, and I knew that I always wanted more of life, but I just couldn't uh, find it uh, right. in school. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Like, do you think you were particularly talented or smart growing up? Okay, I know personal development is interesting because like, you embody personal <laughs> growth and development. You're reading, you're listening, you're learning from people every single day. You're so humble despite your success, like I said earlier. Um, and but you're still so eager to learn, right? And now you tell me that from young you really went to library books and borrow things in the library. I think that's interesting. But you stop that. My question is: Would you think you're particularly talented or smart? In fact, um, I wouldn't really say so, right? Um, I I always strive to be one of the top, right? Um, okay. but then I, I'm always not a top, right? Maybe okay. second. Right or, you know, <laughs> right, or okay, no, no, no. Of, right? Sure, um, sure, I mean, sure. second as in like I progressively go go about sure, right. Sure. Okay. Um, my yeah. So I mean, I came from JC, ACJC actually. Okay. Um, and I think that was when the the more the competitiveness really set in, okay. uh, in a JC environment. Um, then I knew, oh shit, you know, <laughs> studying is not something I cut out to excel. Uh, like to be the top, like number one, mm-hmm. right? Not number maybe fifty out of uh two hundred. So. Okay. Um, so I was just like slightly above average okay. um, and no matter how much effort I put in I was just I was, wasn't the, the top um, okay. and why is that important to me because I want to be able to reach my best potential so these studies is not, not where I can reach my best potential right, right. I feel right so that's when I started to explore other areas right I was very into fitness I was very into sports I had two CCs in JC Frisbee and Squash Interesting. Um, okay. and, and I was also exploring other personal development stuff you, so you're really exploring your passions, exploring other strengths that you could develop? Like. In little ways, yes. In little ways, you know, but I always push it back. Uh, okay. But I knew it, it's inside me. I knew okay. it's inside me. Because in childhood, right, we always chase what, what matters to us yeah, the most. Yeah. Right? And of course, that was what mattered to me the most. Sure. Right. Okay, yeah. that's, that's very interesting. What was the game changer or pivot point in your life where, you know, because for me, right, my pivot point was when I messed up my ace and then overcome depression. I met my mentor, right? And that mm. was the huge first tangent of into my passion and purpose. Mm. And you mentioned that you were just like going along, doing studies and everything. Was there any pivot point or game changer? I think in, in school, um, it's just sometimes you're lost, but you don't really know you're lost. <laughs> um, because you're just like floating by. Sure. Um, and there's just so busy in school, right? Just right. studying. Um, and I constantly have like doubts about myself, right? right. Whether uh, I always feel that I'm not enough. Right. Uh, I'm never enough. And um, no, no matter how much effort I put, right? It just doesn't create anything. Uh, that is measurable or worthwhile. Okay. Um, and I think uh, it's really about when, when I entered army, I had more time to myself. Um, and I realized a lot of people around me are also lost, <laughs> right? And um, and, and I, I get, begin to see some people are doing a bit more than, than others. Okay. 
I think that was when I started to approach them, ask them, hey, you know, um, things like little things like they, are, they start their own business, mm. they're into um, uh, investing. It's like, wow, right. you know, actually, why, 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 how this people have this kind of head start? So um, I asked them for advice. Um, and I think the, the turning point was really because I just felt that if I carry on continuing, continuing my life, right, um, you know, just earning an income and just spending on things that I like, right? It's not sustainable at all because NS is the first time I earned a consistent income. Mm. But that, what, that was the thing about that. Okay, so I got money, mm. you know, I'm financially sure. independent, right? Um, so I can buy whatever I want. But when I, when I actually ORD, I only had like $3,000 in my bank. And I asked my friend, hey, how much do you all have? Uh, 10 to $15,000. Sure. Oh shit, my financial planning sucks. Okay. And uh, I've not been spending my, 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 my right. money in the best way. And yeah. I asked everybody else, right? And they all say that they are pretty lost in life as okay. well. They ask me, so what's the meaning of life, right? Is it just to work ah, hard, study hard, right? Sure. Get a good degree. We're discussing this right? in Ita, the last, oh, really? last <laughs> Get a job, right? <laughs> then after that, you know, um, um, you know, about your whole life, right? And yeah. then die. So sure. a particular friend asked me this question in NS, then I was right. like, oh, yeah, oh, so that's interesting. And more and more people, you know, started asking yeah. me, started discussing. And, and then I really realized right, that the last six months of uh, NS, I need to make use of it. And that's when I started reading books to mm. gain more perspectives, to you know, get my brain working in NS, you know. So, and um, I think really it's, it's the people I meet and the books I've read that really changed the course of my direction in, in my life. Okay. And then you went to create meaning, like, you went to seek that meaning in that sense. Yes, correct. So I, I, I started to uh, adopt more frameworks. I started right. to, um, you know, like Ikigai is one framework, right? right. Towards direction in life. Okay. I started to, um, seek a lot more mentorships, right? So like what you're doing right now, rebound resilience, is really yeah. giving mentorship to people who, who need it. And it's free, right. this, this all stuff, right? It's free. Yeah, Last time, yeah. there's not, not so rampant in terms of like yeah, the yeah. kind of content that is available. Yeah. Right now, it's all free. And at the point of time, books are the easiest way to get free stuff, yes. right? free access. Okay. And of course, um, as I, uh, I haven't had to borrow money to invest in a course. So okay. my first ever course is I borrowed my money from right. my parents. Right. Um, right, you are really huge on that. Like, I realized that we're looking at your stories. Okay, anyway, if you're, okay, I forgot to, to talk about it, right? But uh, Instagram, for Instagram, please go and check <laughs> thing on out, right? Because every time I look at your stories, I get motivated. <laughs> uh, it's just him constantly working on things, um, constantly improving himself. Um, so much value, free value from his Instagram account, just on finances, just on personal growth. Uh, so definitely go and, go and check it out. But coming back to the podcast, right? I think we were discussing, like, you know, Ita was saying that one quote, um, for this man's search for meaning, I'm not sure if it helped before. Victor Frankl? Yes, ah, yes okay. of course. So I think a slight point, right, before I transition into goal setting is that meaning is something a lot of people think, that, okay, what's my meaning of my life and everything. There's always that asking like, uh, why me and, and what should I do, right? Mm. But the book actually talks about that meaning is something that you create, right? That instead of asking what's the meaning of my life, right? Life is asking you what's the meaning of your life mm. and life demands an answer from you, mm. right? So that paradigm shift was very useful, right? In yeah. a sense, I think that you did that also uh, in trying to find that meaning and what's more in my life than just like studying and you know the, the, the usual stuff lah. Mm. so okay so talk about so after that I know you transition into financial uh, planning but I know you want to be more than just a financial consultant right yeah. you want to really so talk a bit about that your mentor you met um, just briefly before I go into goal setting yeah so you know um, I I think ultimately what I wanted to, to pursue yeah. in, in NS when I read books like Rich Dad Poor Dad is the first yeah. go-to book right um, and then of course, uh, more more on yeah. like finance books. What I realized that what I want to do in life, just do what I want. I think it's very simple. But more than that, like, what this actually pertains into is financial freedom, right? And financial freedom to me is not just not working. It's not mm. not working, right? It's basically work not because I need, I want to. Eh? Work not because I need to, but because I want, I want to. to. Yeah. 
So that, that's my definition. I want to have that kind of autonomy. Sure. So I went to figure out how, um, and I, I realized, you know, usually only two ways, right? Yep. Business and investing, right? And um, that's when I actually actively seek out for mentorships. I went, I paid for multiple four figures courses, oh, right? Tony Robbins, <laughs> Unleash the Power Within, right? It's one of them, Asia Works. There's many, many more, right, that yeah. I went. And that is when I have a huge paradigm shift because books can only give you so much. Yeah, yeah. But, but when you say personal mentorship, right? Um, who, who gives you like uh, the experience, you, yeah. I actually have a better learning and um, transformation in my thinking. Okay. Right, so um, and also I, I first started out right by creating a watch brand yeah. and subsequently as the NUS Entrepreneur Society Vice President in NUS, yeah. that was when I, ex- I was exposed to the startup culture yeah. and at the same time I was really focusing on picking up entrepreneurship skills okay. such as sales, um, leadership, yeah, management, yeah. Right, uh, all these things, right? Um, that I was able to pick up through financial advisory. Yeah. Um, as well as you know, the main motivation was to sort out yeah. my own finances and to sure. really educate other people on how do they uh, plan their finance. So I was doing all this concurrently, and uh, I think the biggest thing that what you asked about my mentor, right, yeah. was you know, uh, is that this particular mentor, right, uh, Ray? He actually is the one that um, guided me throughout the past sure. you know, one to two years, and that's why I stuck out. Really Ray Tan. Ray Tan. Yeah, Ray correct. Mark is another guy that always comments <laughs> on OGS videos. Oh. Yeah, but uh, Ray Tan, yes, because you know why I know? Because I actually have a book, 30 mm. Lessons in 30 Years. Yes, correct. Someone actually passed it to me. I know you wanted to pass it to me. Yeah, too, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, it's, it's about how to script our life, right? How to find meaning. And I think, you know, going back to, just now you talk about meaning mm. in life, right? Which a lot of young people in our audience or whatever want yeah. to, to find meaning, right? I think it boils down to this, this quote that I saw in, in a book, right? Uh, in the 30 Lessons 30 Years book. By, it's by Picasso. Right. The purpose in life is to find our gift. And the meaning in life is to, is to give it oh, away. I love it. Yes, I heard it quote before. Right. So, so, you beautiful. know, we, we just yeah. want to find what, what was our what's our strength. Yeah. And, and then we, we want to give it away. And, and that, that's, that's called purpose. That's called meaning. Love it. Right. And that, that kind of like, okay, I set, my, I set myself, okay, let me try anything and everything, right? So that I can find what my strength is. Sure. Other than studies. Sure. Right. And that, that's a huge step because... Yeah. Study is still something that my parents are traditional, right? They yeah. ask me to study, go engineering and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And and so it's a huge step for me to like like spend the extra time, right, okay. besides play you no know, um replacing playing and social, right? To okay. pursue all this so that they have more confidence in me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we actually funny thing is it's a recurring theme, right? Even the previous podcast Daryl was talking about we were talking about passion and, and purpose. Like you need to try many things and then eventually purpose is more other oriented, right? Passion is just something you enjoy, but purpose is something you give away. Yeah, yeah. It gives you meaning. Um, and again, you're somebody that stands out because you, you are constantly thinking about how to give and add value. You came here today with this. Um, this is not a sponsored podcast, by the way, okay? Just, just for information. But he's a good friend of mine. Um, he just gave me this book with augmented reality here. Pretty, pretty cool stuff, uh, yeah. yeah. So you're always coming and giving me value. Uh, but okay, so I think to summarize your kind of achievements, right? In three years, I think once you started financial planning, you got your MD, RT, yeah. right? So one of the youngest... Um, in a company yeah in a company yeah. to actually get it and of course all these achievements that, and you're making a decent income and I don't want to say it how much but I think you'll roughly have an idea he has other investments as well okay not just his um, stuff but I know that people look at you and say okay Tsingan wow I look at your social media you have so much following you have so much value you, know, you, you write a book but I want to f- I want to go down to the foundation Mm. Okay, the times where you alone, nobody give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were just hustling yeah. day after day, posting content, and you start out with zero followers as well, right? Six, yeah, probably yeah. six hundred followers or something. Yeah. Um. So I believe all these begin 
by you setting goals. Yes, correct. You set goals. So I want to talk about setting goals, right? First of all, and this is really the theme of the podcast, why why should you set goals first? Okay, so, um, you know, I think this question, right, um, was, uh, gave me clarity through this particular question that, uh, or concept that my mentor shared with me. So he asked me this thing, what percentage of the architecture plans mm. right, are not completed? Okay. Right? And, and, and the answer is none. All okay. of them are completed. Wow. It's just a matter of um, how fast or how slow, right? But eventually all of them will be completed. And we look at the buildings that's being constructed. They all have a blueprint. Right. right? And if buildings have a blueprint for themselves to build into how, how tall they right. want, exactly. right? You know, exact you know, yep. thing, right? The foundation is actually the, the, the yeah, space yeah, for a blueprint. Yeah, yeah. If even buildings have a blueprint, right? Why don't we have a blueprint for our life? Right, right. And that really struck me, you know, and he asked me, so what's my blueprint for my life in the next five to 10 years? Right. And honestly, it's not very clear, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, oh, I want to be financially, I want to be happy. It's so vague, yeah. right? When you build a building, it doesn't say, I want to have a tall building. Yeah. Right? It, it doesn't work that way. And I think ultimately in terms of goal setting, um, you know, they always say that if you don't have a plan for yourself, mm. someone else will have a plan for you. Yeah. And what do they have in plan for you? Nothing you have much. No idea. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you either, either you either be disciplined or be disciplined. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> correct. There's a new one I haven't heard before, okay, but cool. but it's uh it, it's definitely true. Yeah. Um and and always like you know all the times like, I'm I'm very ambitious mm. and I feel that if we don't build our own dreams, we'll be helping someone else to build their dreams. Okay. Right. Nice. So I think that that's why that's why we have to be very clear about um our goals. What do you want to achieve so that we can script our life. And mm. I always believe, right, that we can script our life, right, up to 90% accuracy mm. after this is the exact statement what my mentor shared. Mm. So, of course, there are things like the 10% can be like COVID, you know, it's like, oh shit, you know, my right, year right. is different, but you still can script up to 90%. Yeah, and and this, this points the importance of um, setting goals. Mm. Yeah. Okay, sure. So, how can, next question, how can one set effective goals? Because everyone knows about goal setting. I think people roughly have an idea that, okay, I need to set goals uh, because from young, I think even in our society, it's very focused on social mobility, economic progress, and you always need to set targets, right? So people know that, but how can one set effective goals? Okay, so I, I think really um, setting effective goal is actually something that I've been uh, studying very uh, a lot right through this uh, book called uh, See You at the Top, mm. right? And uh, I get a lot of insights into it. Uh, also on top of what uh, I've been experiencing, Right, and I, I also want to say, right, that, you know, the foundation that I uh, have built in goal setting is not uh, overnight. Mm. It is built, you know, slowly um, and progressively yep. um, after taking so many different uh, ideas, right, and then simplifying it that is on my own. But there's a few structure, structures which I'm going to talk about later, sure. right, uh, that we can start with, right? But with regards to how do we set effective goals, I think it just boils down to this, uh, uh, this quote, right? So actually this quote, right, it says, right, that... Um, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. Mm. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. Mm. A plan backed up by action makes your dreams a reality. Mm. So a lot of times, you know, when you go to the new resolution, you ask ourselves, have you achieved it? Right? Uh, if not, right, it's probably because you know we didn't take enough action, we didn't have a plan. Yeah. Right? And we didn't have a date. Mm. Right? So we need to have these elements. And I think um for me, right, uh, what I would like to say is that how do we set effective goals? We need to have three things. Mm. Firstly is we want to know what goals we want. 
Right, that's beginning with the end in mind. Okay. Secondly, we want to know where we are currently. Okay. And thirdly, we want to have a live GPS so mm. that it can guide us towards the correct direction. Mm. So, and a lot of times it's just go setting, just right what goal you want. But yeah. you don't know where you are, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. If I threw it to the forest mm. and I tell you, um, you know, where you should be going, right? I give you a map, okay, we're going to, at the end of the forest there. But you don't know where you are. You will just be, you know, just going up and down, left yeah, and yeah, right. Yeah, you sure. never get out of the forest. Right. So that, that's why... Um, Knowing where you are is important. Having a compass is important. Mm. Right? Having a map, a map, right, is important. Right? Um, so where does that where does that map or compass kind of come from in your experience? La? Okay, I mean it relates to the map, right? I think it really boils down to understanding um the the, the script. Right? Yeah. How do we script our life, right? Um and how 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 we should go about it, right? I think honestly, right, it's about um, having frameworks as to mm. what what kind of how do we, when we do our goal setting we should have we should have some frameworks okay. like which are the areas of life do you want to plan about this is the most okay. general one okay. and um the the six areas they want to plan right actually is from from this this black oh, planner go, right go read it out it's fine I this book right uh, okay. that I give to Kevin right this is actually yeah, a planner he gives a me a lot of books <laughs> <laughs> right so so I think ultimately we ask ourselves. A lot of people, right, they say, okay, I want to do sweet, I want to do this, I want to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think there's six essential areas of a life that you want to yeah. plan for, yeah. right? Firstly is mental, secondly is physical, thirdly is financial, fourthly is family, yeah. fifth one is spiritual, and sixth one is social. Yeah. So, you know, having this guide or framework, right, helps a lot, you know, especially when we write it down, yeah, right? Yeah. So I want to really um, talk about this thing called a uh, beginning with the end in mind, yeah. right? Um. Beginning and end in mind is actually from this uh, how to seven effective seven habits of highly effective people by yeah. Stephen Covey, right? Sure. Um, and a lot of times, right, we we understand that um, everything in our life happens twice: yeah. once in our mind and once in reality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so you want to be very, very clear, and the best way I feel to be super clear about it is to write it down, mm-hmm. right? And um, because when you write it down, our subconscious mind is involved, and yeah. our our all of our, of our thinking is controlled majorityly by yeah. major majorly by the subconscious mind. Yeah. Right. So. So when you ask me, you know, how, how can we really plan goals, right? I really think right, that what we want to have is actually understanding um, what is the goals we want to achieve right, in the six areas. Yeah. Subsequently, we want to break it down okay. and simplify. A lot of people, right, they don't really break it down. Okay. Um, you know, like for example, um, okay, now I want to achieve uh, all yeah. these six areas in my life. So what, what is this, this one year, new year resolution, right? Yeah. Then how about quarterly? Yeah. Then how about half a year? Right, how about every month? Sure. Sorry to interrupt you, just, just to give audience some context. Interesting you mentioned, because you look behind. Seven areas, right? So actually, there are seven areas that I set at the start of 2020 in the seven areas that you talk about. Vocational and financial are actually split. Mm. Right? And it's interesting because I look at it and, and some of you have achieved, some of you have not. Mm. And for those that have not, actually, I did not break it down or haven't really looked at it often. Mm. And you talk about how breaking it down into Okay, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. I mm. think that's important as well because I didn't mm. do that. I just wrote it on the start of 2020 and I just put it there. Mm. I don't really review it. Uh, but I think that's a good start, right? So looking at all the areas, writing it down first. Writing down is really important. And then after that, you go start from Jan to March, right? What are some things that you want to work on? And then break it down even further. La. Yeah, so so it boils down to having a specific action plan. Yeah. Right? I think a lot of people don't have like the, the specific roadmap. Yeah. How do we achieve it? So maybe I can give some examples. Yeah, I, right? I would love you to give examples because sometimes it's a bit abstract for audience. Right? This might be something completely new to them, especially mm. if they are youth, right? Yes, correct. Talk about maybe um, just one particular area that you have kind of achieved success in and then you just share the process. Okay, and so, so of course one thing that, that bothered me 
the most is about it's finances. Right. Okay. Um, you know, um, when I OID, there's not much money. And then I, I want to be financially free. So the end in mind is financial freedom, yeah. right? Um, but I think, honestly, what one one bigger thing would be the end of life. Yeah. But what, what, what do I want to achieve at the end of life, right? right? So we should really, really have the end, end, end in mind. And that's by writing our eulogy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you realize, right, yes, you know, we have a lot of money, right? But we can't bring the money to our grave. It is like dust to dust. Mm-hmm. But we can't bring a single cent, a Ferrari, Lamborghini, everything, nothing. Sure. So what... what Whatever awards we achieve, nobody will talk about it sure. after 10, 20 years. If I ask you, you know, the last five... Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Honest, even get all my trophies there. I just, <laughs> I just just stay for myself and to collect dust and to validate myself. Other than that, nobody really cares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this is just primary school, secondary school stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, what what for me, lah, right, is it uh, would be impact. Mm. Um, and it, it, it's just simply by asking ourselves a few questions. So at my at my death bit, right? Of course, this only happened when I actually have a very have a friend who has a close and uh, had an encounter with death, right? right? Uh, not close encounter, is you know, encountered death and it got me thinking, lah, right? Um, if I were to to be you know in my death bit, right, at eighty five years old, right, the mortality age, what do I want people? Um, you know, what would people say about me? Mm. What would people say about me? You know, Tian is fun. Tian is you know only having well have fun, right? Mm. Tian is uh annoying, right, or whatever, right, all these <laughs> negatives that I just wrote it down. Yeah. And then uh, the second question I ask myself is, um, what do I want them to say about me? And that's mm. when I start to, to work towards it. Mm. So that's the end in my, usually sure. it's very vague. Okay. I, I made a video on it, on like IGTV, y'all can check it out if y'all want to. Um, but then, right, uh, I realized that, you know, I want people to say that I've inspired them, they haven't yeah. gave, give, they didn't give right. up because of me. Right? And that's why the kind of content I create right, is very clear. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, right, ultimately it's financial freedom. Right. right. So, how do I achieve financial freedom? I um, broke it down. Right. And and just to just to pause a while, right? So you you talk about the end goal, which means about meaning and giving back, yeah. creating value. What do you want to be remembered for? Yes, correct. But but to get there, I think financial freedom was a milestone, right? Yes, it's important correct. For you, because you know how much when you're free of freedom and time and money, you can also serve people. Yes, in many correct. many different ways. Yes, correct. So I'm right. just trying to help only draw the link, yeah, So yeah, now yeah. talk about the finances. Yeah. So so um yeah, thanks for for linking, right? So financial freedom, right, is a pathway to that, right? Yeah. Um and means I can create impact on my own terms, create a value I want without money restricting me. Yeah. Um and for 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 what I see personally, my goal. Yeah. Right, is to be a millionaire by 30 years old. Okay. That, to me, is financially free. Sure. And now, this is a daunting goal because it's unimaginable, right? Yeah. Um, that is when I started to mix with people who also have the same goals. Sure. Right? Environment, right? If you can talk about it. Yeah. And I break it down very simply. Right. So, I, I already have 3K in my bank. Right? Yeah. How do I reach there in like less than 10 years? You really right? broke it down. Um, right? And I, I told myself, <laughs> like, okay, you know, um, yeah. when I be, have this clarity, uh, it was when I was 23, right? Mm. Uh, this year, right? I told myself, okay, let's let's measure it. Let's put a deadline, right? Um, let's do by 26 years old. Mm. Let's have $1 million worth of business revenue, mm. a business of profits, right? Um, and okay, so I broke it down. To achieve $1 million by 26 years old, th- that means I have four years left. Mm. Right, which means right, uh, end of uh, so which means I've earned hundred k in the first year, two hundred k in the second year, three hundred k in the third year, and four hundred k in the fourth year. Sure. So that will amount to one million dollars. So I really broke it down. Sure. And then I I told myself, okay, now this year, how can I achieve hundred thousand dollars worth of income? Sure. Um, and then of course, uh, you have to un- understand some uh, business the business um like your career sure, your sure. career how do you do it and I invest down, uh, yeah right and um I think most important is how you have a deadline. A lot of people say they want to be financially free, but by when? 
Yeah. Right. And then a lot of time I do financial planning for other people, yeah. they want to retire by a certain age, right? Yeah. They they just say, Oh, I want to fight fire, you know, fight, be financially independent and retire early. How mm. old? They're not very sure. Right? Mm. How to go about it, they're also not very sure, right? If they want to invest, how much should they invest? They're also yeah. not very sure. If I show the compound return so I over a period mm. of time, then they'd be like, oh shit, actually I should be investing much more. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think it really boils all, all boils down to clarity in our goals, mm. right? And we, when we must, I think most importantly, I didn't touch on this now, right? Is we, we must want the goal. Right. It shouldn't be imposed by other people. Okay. It must be worthwhile to us. And hence, mm. is why the reflection is super important, right? Yeah. Of what do we want at the end of our life? Right. And that will allow us to, okay, this is my goal, right? And um, I really, uh, how I, I tell myself is, when I learn to die, I learn to live. This is by Steve Jobs. And, and so that's yeah. why I make sure that I live every single day, right? As if it's my last. Mm. Because one day certainly it'll be right. And sure. you know, uh, I make sure that, you know, that's why the things I do is very intense, right? Because I have a very clear end goal in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that is really what strikes me the most, right? Because yes, I have financial goals as well. Yes, everybody says they want to be a millionaire or whatever, but they're not sure how much or they, they say one financial freedom, but they're not sure how much their parents are spending a month on the household bills. Mm. Right? If you want to retire your parents, right? what is your parents earning? Yeah, and how yeah. can you replace that income? So yeah. a lot of times it's just saying, it's very easy to say, but what I said really, I keep, I keep saying this because I really mean it. Uh, what, why I invited you here is because you execute. Mm. right? And, and that's clarity. You execute, you break it down and like you work. Like you work, you don't just speak, you work at it. Um, and so that's why when you speak about it, right, so much clarity. La, and then you really broke it out and you're on your way. What's amazing is you're on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually on the way to reach your goal. Um, so I think transitioning, right, out of this, uh, just for the, for the, for the uh, listeners, just a summary of effective goals, it needs to be yours. La. It cannot be imposed. If the goals are actually imposed on you and then that, that wouldn't work, it has to be authentic. It has to be what you want, not what your parents, what society wants. And then you... Once you have that in mind, then look at the seven areas and then just break it down. La, what exactly you need to do on a month-to-month uh, month basis or even a day-to-day basis, right? Uh, what are the avenues, what are the vehicles that can help you to achieve that? So with that, I think that's a good transition into um, the next segment, la, which mm. is on habits and systems, okay? Because, because uh, yeah, goal setting is easy, but what really gets you there is your habits, la. So I want to I introduce this segment by a quote from Atomic Habits. I think you read it before yep. by James yeah, Clear. Right? He said, yeah. we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. We fall mm. to the level of our standards. So that's yeah. what a lot of people say goals at the start of the year. And <laughs> gym memberships are the highest. But very few people actually follow through on that. Mm. And he says that we need to have systems to follow through on that because, because again, uh, motivation right, is actually a myth. Right. Motivation is not just yeah, from a reason. From the book, right? Yeah, motivation myth by James, uh, I think Jeff Harden. He says that motivation is a result of action and not just the cause of it. Mm. A lot of people wait for motivation and then they act, but their motivation never comes. They never act. Their success never comes. They get demotivated. It becomes a cycle. Yes, correct. Right. Correct. But if you can kind of be disciplined around your systems, right? you act, you get small wins, results. That gives you that motivation. And then the loop keeps going again and again. Um, that's what he describes as a dopamine-induced kind of loop. Mm. And the people who are successful actually are very disciplined around their systems. Mm. Okay. So let's, let's talk about this. Uh, interesting. Yes. Really interesting. <laughs> I love this. I love this part. Okay. Okay. So how can we set up systems, right? Okay. Uh, and form good habits. For if it can be generally speaking, right? it can be for students, self-employed, people working, right? How can they set up systems? Okay. So um, I... I I feel personally, right, um, yeah. it's just all about right having structures in our life, okay. um, having frameworks, 
and having schedule. Okay. Right. So um, maybe I can introduce some of the things that I'm doing, right, yeah. that help to put everything in place. All this I learned from mentors and, and different causes, right, that work well for me. And I hope it will work well for you, right? Um, one system that I really, really uh, adopt is actually um, this CEO hour, right? Mm-hmm. Um, CEO hour just uh, is actually based from uh, my mentor's book, right, 30 Lessons, 30 Years, and I adopted it after I learned from it. Uh, I think I introduced to you before as well, yeah. right? Just weekly review, of what we have done last week. Mm. Uh, just spend one hour with me on the weekend, right? What I have done last week, what I have done right, what I have done, what, what areas can be improved, and then we plan mm. for the next week, right? Um, you know, uh, each day. And we the highest level is to plan by the hour, which I do, mm. right? Of course, it's not up to, it's 90% accurate only, right? Sure. And I start maybe 50%. 90% uh, is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, yeah. Um, and when we do our planning, right, I, I adopt this framework called having seven objectives in the order of importance in every activity that I want to do. So that means, right, um, when I plan for my next week, when I plan for my next week, what is the top seven things unachieved in that week? Right. And then when I plan for my day, right, so uh, after I plan my day, I actually have a daily planning. So maybe 15 minutes before I sleep, I will plan. And then 15 minutes before I wake up, I'll look at my, my plan again, yeah. right, to, to, to understand and to, to internalize. So, and hence I'll plan to the hour, I'll plan to the hour and I have seven objectives right. in the order of importance uh, for that day. Okay. And the next level, right, which is very, very tough, right, but I, uh, I progressively improve, sure. right, is having seven objectives in every activity that I do. Okay. Right. So you know that that, that means it's really multiplied by seven right, folks right. in every area, right? right. And um, for example, yeah. When I come to this podcast, right, yeah. I can just simply just come in and just talk, right? right? But wow. one more objective is why not bring something nice for you, right? Yeah, yeah. A, a planner, right? Yeah. That they have uh, that my company has. Yeah, yeah. And you know um, why not we have lunch as well, yeah, right? Yeah. Which you're gonna have a lunch later. Yeah, yeah. And why not invite a friend? Uh, yeah. that I, have, I wanted to connect. Actually, I, I booked a calendar with him okay. like, tomorrow. So now it's perfect. I don't need to spend extra time. Sure. We can have catch up over lunch. So if we plan all this, yeah. our one hour will be so much more effective. Right, that's, that's insane. Seven objectives in the hour itself. So for the activity, you have an in mind for the yes. activity, yes, right? Yes, to correct. make it the most worthwhile. Yes, correct. Okay, so okay. of course, it's not easy, right? Uh, because like, what the, I only have one objective, how can <laughs> seven? So it's very unnatural. Like, hence, we need a framework and structure to follow. Okay then you'll force us to think. And yeah. afterwards, right, maybe after six months, it'll be second nature. Okay. Right, it'll be second nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I want to say is we don't have to achieve all seven. Yeah. It is fine that we don't, right? Um, because ultimately, we still achieve in the order of importance of mm. priority. Mm. Right? But a lot of times, right, we, we, if we don't have this kind of prioritization, mm. what will happen is you just do what you feel like doing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, watch movie. It actually, it's not even the top seven. Yeah, right? yeah. Or maybe uh, surf Facebook. It's not yeah. even the seventh. Sure. So, so it's, uh, and I still fall slave into such things. Like, yeah, oh yeah. shit, you know, yeah, yeah. I haven't done my, my fifth and sixth and seventh yeah, one. Yeah. Then you just push back the next day. And yeah, so right. that's why the daily review is super right. important. Right? Yeah, because yeah. yes, I have a very perfect seven days that I plan out, right? Yeah. But still, right, some, somewhere we'll just um, screw up. Mm. Uh, and hence it's important to review and one thing that I um, also like in, in this uh, particular so I have a daily planning sheet right yeah. uh, if you all want you can let me know right and I can send to you guys right um, I think the review part is super important and with review right it's not what, not just what areas can we improve on but what did we do right mm. because if you do if you don't track right what oh, we yeah, do right yeah. how can we replicate the yeah, success yeah, yeah. Right, a lot of people right they achieve their success but they don't know how they got there yeah. and a lot of people have different ways of getting the same destination. Yeah. So we have to figure our own way. Sure. 
I love yeah. it. I love it. Let me do a summary for, for people. Right? First, yes, the first quote is, uh, I think it was John D. Martini. He's uh, one of the really, really a polymath. He said that if you don't feel your day of high priority actions, you have, you'll be automatically filled with low priority mm. distractions. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing is that uh, you mentioned about, and he, another thing he mentioned is that the greatest growth actually occurs in the border of support and challenge. I, I love that quote well, because it's, yeah, because a lot of people just challenge themselves. They're so critical of themselves. They don't. They forget to remind themselves what they're proud of, what they're good at, yes. what they did well. Yes, 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 you need to support it. yourself. Also, you mm. need mentors to actually help you. Mm. But at the same time, you also need to challenge yourself and say, okay, be critical. What are the things I need to improve on? Mm. Because it's only in challenge that we grow. Yep. Right? So that CEO hour that you mentioned there is also something that I incorporated for myself after looking at his stories, none <laughs> no less, mm. about set aside maybe one, two hours on Sunday, right? Really just look at your past week, review your systems, what went well, you know, what can you improve on and then plan out for the week. Mm. And this also links to the concept of time blocking and making time. Yes. Because when we talk about systems, right, generally are two things. There's making time and protecting time. Mm. You need to schedule in time, whatever that's visible, whatever that's attractive you will do. That is, okay, we don't want to go too much into habits now because we don't have time. Uh, but maybe maybe Ita and I will talk about it in the life hacks with Ita. Okay, we'll talk about making uh, the cues and how do you make rewards more satisfying. But so we talk a lot about making time, right? Shadowing time. Let's talk about protecting time now. Yeah. Right. Distractions. How do you protect time from being stolen? Mm. I think this is a very very interesting uh, um, segment, right? Of yeah. time management, right? Um. Because we have, we are, we can be very ambitious about time, yeah. Um, and we, we don't know what, what, how much time will until to what, you know, And this yeah. especially so, right? For people like me, who want to do a lot of things. Mm. Um, when I was running my own business, I watched brand right before I enter uni. Then when I enter uni already. Oh shit! You know, it's like a whole new environment. There's like how I was from Shearsaw. So then there was so many, so much fun over there. And then the business school is so much fun through rag. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, then like then studies. You know, there's business. Then there's my yeah. own life. So you know, um. I think right, it really boils down, right? How do we protect our time? Right? It is the environment, right? right? So, I, I, you know, I realized that my mindset was very strong, right? Before yeah. entering uni, right? I was into this whole course thing, read a lot of books, you know, uh, yeah. in touch with a lot of mentors, right? But when I entered university, right? I made a video actually that I right? I shared about, it's my first ever video on my Instagram, the top three most painful lesson in the first year of my university. I talked <laughs> about this thing called environment. Sure. Right? I talked about how the environment is stronger than the mindset. Right. Yes, the mindset say I want to protect my time for this particular goals, but mm. the environment will usually triumph. Why? Mm. Because you see, just imagine, right, Kevin, if you are uh, a seed, a very, very fertile seed, and you are put into this uh, infertile soil. Mm. So no matter how much water I've put in, you know, how much fertilizer I put in, right, you will never ever grow to the, um, the seed you have become because right. you are just in the wrong environment. Yeah, it's an amazing analogy actually. It's yeah. such an amazing energy because like one question I wanted to ask you is is the environment or wheel stronger? Mm. I posted it on my stories, right? 75% people say the wheel is stronger. But but I know in my mind that actually that's really not the, not the case. I mean, to be fair, the wheel, human wheel is very strong, right? It can survive in harshest environments. Yeah. That's a given. But I always give the analogy, right? You can, with a strong mind, you can survive in the desert. Mm. But very likely you're not going to study there, mm. <laughs> right? And yeah, it's the yeah. same concept we talk about. Like it's, it's only in a fertile environment that no matter how much potential the seed has, it just cannot thrive. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, talk about how you set the environment. Yeah. So so um, I I really say it's about um, the average. You are the average of five people that you mm. hang out most with. I think it's a very common saying, right? Mm. Um, for those who haven't heard it, right? Just really think about it. Who are the five people you always most hang out with, right? In your school, in your life, right? Mm. And you'll be an average, right? And you know, if you want to grow, 
we want to be in an environment of growth. Yeah. Right? And, and not just fun. Right? Or, yeah. And of course, how how I feel right where we can best um protect our goals, protect our time, right, is to hang with people with similar goals. Right. People you just mentioned support, right? People who support you, people who yeah. challenge you towards your goals and right. not not detract you, not yeah, yeah. you know, doubt you, right? Because yeah, right. true friends, true people, right? They are the ones who want you to become better, to yeah, want you sure. to achieve your goals. Yeah. So, and of course, more importantly, is um, seeking mentorship, right? Yeah. Standing on the shoulders of giants and we can see further. Mm. So, you know, uh, like for example, Rebound with Resistance is actually a form of very easy mentorship, right? For many different people who can right. relate. Right, of course, you want to go to high level, right? You know, 10 steps ahead, 20 steps ahead. Yeah. We can always look for industry experts, go for causes, meet with entrepreneurs, right? Who will very willingly share their experience and yeah. learning. So I, I think when, when we have, we, we force this environment, right? We, we change the, the waters around us, yeah. right? We will be able to change uh, our life. Yeah. We will be able to change the way we do our time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. No matter how much time blocking I do and no matter how much <laughs> scheduling I do, right? If I'm in, if let's say, join you for a yeah, for supper. supper. <laughs> oh, you know, it's right? gonna be difficult. Yeah. Look at the thing. Ah, <laughs> go supper. supper. This? Yeah, go supper. Go drink. Yeah. Right. Then, then how? Then like, it doesn't work really. Yeah, right. Yeah. So actually, one thing I did right that you know in my second semester of my hall is I yeah. closed the door hall because yeah. my, my my hall is uh, actually yeah, yeah, an open door sure. policy. Right. We, we open the door. Right. So I just closed yeah. the door. I joined NUS Entrepreneur Society. I yeah. joined a uh, Toastmasters Club. I joined. Uh, business career services yeah. so I, I forced myself into that yeah. environment right? but still sure. still I still hang out with my friends just yeah, a, le- a little less time sure. I really do enjoy my time with them we still sure. meet up from genuine consciousness so there's no fear right nice, about nice. Um, losing friends and whatnot. Right? I think ultimately yeah, we nice. want to um, uh, be put, put ourselves into an environment right yeah. that pushes us to our direction we need to have that, that first step which is super important yeah. it's, uh, in, in research terminology it's called environmental modification oh, sh- yeah. okay. that's one of the ways that you, you cultivate self-control and self-discipline mm. because uh, environment is important I just also want to qualify that we are not saying that people have fun are bad people or whatever yeah, 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 I mean yeah. people make their own choices right yes, like I always correct, say correct. that there is value to begin if you want yeah. to have in the, go in the whole culture you want to plan stuff there is value to begin there like if people are happy doing it, right? And that's the outcome they want. Yep. Then, then go for it. There's no judgment whatsoever. Yep, yep, but yep. if you say that, okay, you want to be financially free, you want to be financially independent, you want to provide your parents, if that is truly your goal, right? And that's what gives you meaning. Then, then you have to, to actions has to differ. Lah. Yes, correct. <laughs> you correct. have to set up systems, right? You cannot say that you want this and then your actions doesn't match up. Mm. So I just want to make that clear lah, because people might think that, you know, we're just, you know, uh, having a holier than thou. It's yeah. not, lah. it just depends on your outcomes. Yeah, correct. And I was from there, I was from that space, right? And I do still enjoy all yeah. these activities. But just that, you know, these are the small sacrifices that we have to do, right? To achieve things that, we, that most people, um, you know, would, would like to have, but, you know, are hard to achieve. Okay, wow. I think that really, really sums up this segment around making and protecting time. Right? Very, very, very powerful. I think one additional tip for audiences, right, is that if you are studying or if you are in a work environment, you're self-employed, right, try and think of your five senses because your distraction actually occurs in your five senses. Taste, mm. touch, smell. Uh, what's the last two? Yeah, basically you figure it out. Sight, right? So look at the distractions in the five senses. For example, you know, if, if someone is, uh, if Ida starts making faces at me now, I'm going to get distracted, right? <laughs> it's distracting me now. So if let's say you're in an environment where people are always join you, for example, or there's always people shouting at you, or it's too hot, then it's very hard for you to, to, to stay focused. So look mm. at these five areas and optimize your environment in these five areas. Mm. So that's one last tip for audiences before we move on. Uh, last segment of the podcast, we're going to talk about factors that prevent inaction. Because mm. I think even before all these systems and everything, there are things that prevent people from taking action. Yep, correct. Right, so in your experience, right, what are them, even on your experience, looking at other people as well, 
what are the main barriers that stop people from taking action besides distraction? Yeah, that, that we were talking about distraction just now, yeah. correct? Yeah, so I think really, right, it boils down to, um, especially in, in our culture and context, yeah. right? Um, the fear of judgment, um, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, which, right. which is uh, huge for me. They are okay. all huge stuff for me, right? Um, and I think maybe I can share, you know, um, one particular uh, so-called um, ac- action I took and a massive action I subsequently take, right? That allowed me to understand, right, uh, these fears that I really had that I have to overcome. That's content creation, mm. right? Um, I, I think that, um, uh, like, like what I shared you personally before, right? Uh, I mean, I started, started out, right, it's about 600 followers only. Yeah. Today, about 3.6, 3.7K, right? Um, and I, I, I know and I see that a lot of people, they, they want to be, they want to actually attract Stop. their own tribe. Yeah. They want to put their content out there. Yeah. They want to mix with like-minded people. Right? Yeah. It's very, very tough, right? Yeah. Because um, the fear of judgment yeah, yeah, is yeah. one thing. Every time they put out there, it's not cool. People yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, correct. So, <laughs> once, of course, you know, so, um, because I think it really stems from this thing where, uh, we know, since young, we are always seeking approval firstly from our parents, right? Mm. Um, we are, like, you know, uh, we are private school and whatnot, right? Then subsequently, we are trying to seek approval um, from uh, from the society. Yeah. Right? We go out, what kind of career is good, you know, you know how much money you want to make and whatnot, right? Yeah. But what I do realize at the end, right, is we need to, what, who we need to seek from right, the approval is just ourselves, mm. right? And um, then we will be caring a lot about judgment. And one thing and one mindset that I give myself is actually not many people are thinking about you and not many people are caring about you. Sure. Um, and and in, the, in the content I put out, right, like quotes, right, can yeah. be cringy and stuff yeah. like that, right? Um, as long as I can impact one life, I can help one life be better off, right? It's a worthwhile content. Maybe 99 yeah. people don't like it. Yeah. It's fine. And I, I stuck to that mindset. Yeah. And eventually my audience grew towards the direction yeah. of uh, people who, who are attracted, attracted to that. Yeah, by exactly. growth. They're always people. There. People are attracted by entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah. People are attracted by finance. Yeah. And, and that's how I built my audience, right? When yeah. I stuck through this view, it's always about um, the first step, right? It's always about the first step. Yeah. I think it's reminding yourself also that um, no one cares about you. Lah. Yes. <laughs> I know it's a tough thing to say, right? But the reality is that people are first self-interested. Mm. Like, you know, five years down the road, years down the road, are not going to think like, oh, wow, Tikan put out this video that was cringy. No, they're thinking about how to pay their bills. They're thinking about how to care for their baby. They're not <laughs> yeah, going yeah. to think about you. Yeah, and, then the thing is, and another thing is that they're not going to, they're also not going to pay your bills. Like they, they might give comments, right? But yeah. they're not going to pay your bills. They're not going to help you achieve your, your millionaire goal by, by 26 or 30 years old. Mm. Right? So I think that perspective shift is is useful. Yeah, yeah. correct. Um, So we talk about fear of judgment, right? Let's talk about fear of failure. Yes, correct. I want to go into that, right? Yeah. So just now it's fear of judgment. And uh, before that, it's actually fear of, reject- uh, fear okay. of rejection because we want acceptance from the society. Yeah. Right? So just think that we need just acceptance for ourselves, right? It's good enough. Yeah. So last last point is actually the fear of... Uh, Failure. I think really, right, um, our, our education system kind of like conditioned us to uh, not want to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, and for me, I really hate failures. Yeah. Uh, that's why I found entrepreneurship quite interesting because they embrace failures, <laughs> right? They, they encourage failures. Mm. Um, so, and, and that, that's when, you know, I, I, I have a total paradigm shift towards um, failure, if not for entrepreneurship, right? Um, because people there, right, in the environment, right, they want you to make mistakes. Yeah, they want yeah. you. The only way to be to be to succeed Very different is to fail. It's yeah. like, wow, right? And failure is part of success. So, how it's really about reframing our mind. Yeah. So, how I frame failure is this: um, I need to fail fast. I need to fail often. I need to fail forward. 
that, that is like how I see failure. In terms of making mistakes, is I, I want to make as many mistakes as I can, as early as I can, and as much as I can, right? But never make the same mistake twice. Mm. So, so you know, that, that gives me a lot of space, right, to, to mm. make mistakes. Right. Uh, it's okay. Like, it's just part of it. Right. Um, and I think with, with this mindset, right, uh, in anything I do, right, uh, even in terms of uh, making a mistake of uh, even a rejection, it's okay, right? Yeah. There's, there's always a silver lining. Yeah. Um, and I, I really think, you know, I always, it's always this particular phrase and quote, right, that uh, helped me um, frame any obstacle, whether it's judgment, mistake, or, you know, rejection, yeah. right? Is you know, for every obstacle that we face, right, it's up to us to choose how we want to approach it. You know, it can actually make, it can destroy us or it can make it an opportunity for us to grow. So it's up to us to choose. Yeah. So, you know, um, and that, that, that's how I feel, right, that we can yeah, um, tread on these kind of obstacles yeah. and then overcome it eventually. It's amazing. I think this reminds me of one quote, right? Um, you want success, you double your rate of failure. Oh, uh, that's intense. But yes, right, but of course, of course, uh, it's always a disclaimer. Like, don't don't just fail without learning. Like, you gotta make sure you don't make the same mistake mm. again. Uh, maybe reflection and your CEO hour and everything comes in or so. Yeah. So, uh, wow, there is so much value. You know, I think we have hard time finding snippets to post because <laughs> maybe more thing for Ida. But I try to keep it to three. But I will send you the whole recording. You okay. know, pick out some stuff you want to yeah. put on your own platform. Sure, sure, uh, sure. But so much value. I hope that you gain so much value. I think, you know. If you want more of Zing An, okay, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you can follow him on Instagram, check out his content. Um, I, I guess you'll just end off with one spinal segment, okay? This is a surprise segment. I didn't tell you about this. Oh, okay. So it's spontaneous, okay? Uh, with 10 questions. 10 questions? Wow. Okay, quick fire questions on, okay. on success systems and motivations. Okay. Let's, let's you go. You ready? So you have about, uh, just keep answers. I think uh, my- Elaborate is fine, but just make sure you don't, not, not too long. Uh. I think uh, my, my business school presentations has equipped me well with doing the Q&A. So I, I'm cool. Let's go. Okay. Right. <laughs> First question. Define success. Okay. So, okay. To me, success is not really just about healthy, uh, being healthy, rich and whatnot. Right? It's, mm. I would say it's for, by this quote, by, this quote by Paul Meyer, right? it's a progressive realization, right? Of a worthwhile Predetermined goal. Mm. Yeah, so, it's, so as long as we have a goal that predetermined, right, and it's worthwhile to us, and I progressively realize it, mm. I succeed. Nice. What keeps yeah. you motivated? What keeps me motivated? Um, I think really it boils down to um, growth for me. Right? Mm. Of course, at different phases in my life is different, right? Some is like great, then money, uh, then fun, right? But as of right now, it's just being a better version of myself compared to yesterday. And being better than the, the person is just right ahead of me. Right? Okay. I, I just focus on these two, right? Just always focusing on growth. Um, that kind of motivates me to get out of my bed, right? To continue doing what I need to do. Nice. Do you have a go-to inspirational song? Go-to inspirational <laughs> song? Uh? Actually, yes. Actually, yes. Actually, yes. Um, no, 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 no. Actually, I, I listen to this song almost every day, right? Okay. Uh, in 2018, right? When I was like, my mind is a whirlwind and yeah. environment and stuff, right? It's actually Be What You Want To Be by Darin. Have you heard of it? No, Every single day because I need to, I was like, I did crisis, you know, so I was like, <laughs> let, let me be what I want to be, man. Yeah, so, okay. so that is no, one no, song. play that in the background, but I think that <laughs> there might be copyright issues. I'm not sure. <laughs> Y'all can go, go, go. Okay, morning routine? Morning routine. Okay, so my morning routine definitely is to, uh, it, it varies from day to day. I do exercise every single day, right? But three times a week, I do exercise. So if not, then uh, now I'll wake up at 5 to 6 a.m. Right? I'm trying to wake up at 5 a.m. Right? It's not easy. Uh, I'll wake up at 5 to 6 a.m. 
Um, and then I will actually, um, some of the days, I'm trying to incorporate this thing called priming, right, by Tony Robbins, is to really visualize our day, um, to have deep breathing, um, and also um, have breakfast. Um, then after that, on the way to work, I will actually uh, plan my time um, for the rest of the day, reply my messages. Then when I'm at work, right, uh, if I have a book that I want to read, I will just read it first, right, my quiet time. So in, uh, in other days when I have gymming, uh, I want to work out, right? So I will, uh, the first thing I do is I work out. I wake mm. up, you know, freshen up, go to the gym. Um, afterwards, have a cold shower, have a good breakfast, um, plan my day again, right? And then uh, head off to work. So that's my, my morning routine okay. right now. Night routine. Night routine. Interesting. So night routine, um, of course, is I would say when you, I go home, it's simple. La. There's one particular thing that I mentioned just now that I always do is to review my day okay. and to plan for the next day. Right, and having uh to the details into the hour, um and then of course you know um watch face bathe right, and just go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest barrier to the, to the lack of discipline? Biggest barrier to the lack of discipline. Wow. Okay. So I really, I think it's really lack of clarity, mm. right? Um. Because if you are very clear about certain things that we want. We'll do whatever it takes, right? To to create structures and systems and environment, right? That will allow us Achieve have it. that discipline. Yeah, so uh, discipline can be conditioned. Yeah, that is to me, right? So as long as we have a huge desire of what we want, we'll do whatever it takes, right, to achieve it. Even by forming structures and systems and mixing the right people. Okay. What is one thing that really frustrates you? One thing, uh, inefficiency. Yeah, okay. inefficiency. That's my personality. <laughs> my personality type. I can't... <laughs> Share one, share the secret to your success in one word. Share what? Share the secret to your success in one word. Desire. One word to describe yourself. Ambitious. The last question. What's the most satisfying or rewarding part about your success? Okay, this is interesting. So, impromptu. Uh, uh, but I would say it's um, finding, figuring out a way uh, for people like myself, right, to succeed, not the smartest, but a hardworking person, right, uh, who want to do more out of life, that kind of profile. And then using this same system, right, and uh, formula that I have uh, figured out, right, to help other people achieve uh, similar or even better success, right? So it boils down to this quote, you know, if I've grown because of someone else, help someone else grow because of me. And that is my guiding principle in everything that I do. Mm-hmm. And that excites me. Wow, that's... <laughs> That's amazing. With that, we come to the end of today's episode. Um, so much value from, from Tai Zikan over here. Uh, in this, I, I said this is not a sponsored podcast, but if you are uh, interested in learning more about finance from him, personal growth, just drop him a DM, right? He has uh, things to pass you. You can have a chat, have a coffee with him. Um, and yeah, I'm just so happy to have you as one of my first guests uh, in January. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, really, really thanks so much. You know, when I came to this studio, I was like, wow, it's really that professional, you know. It's not, it's, it, I have done a few podcasts previously, but this is the first that I've ever yeah. had that is uh, really quite intense. And um, <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's, there'll be more, sure. much, much more exciting things that's coming up for, for Kevin because we actually share about, uh, share with each other about our content creation journey. And I really hope that uh, we all can support each other. Um, for me, next year, a, a big thing that I'm going into is as well as video creation, yeah. right? Podcast, I think, uh, you know, um, we can just work together, yeah, right? Sure. And uh, <laughs> I need to lend his no, improvement, it's, maybe. It's crowded, really. It's crowded. <laughs> we just do YouTube, can <laughs> <laughs> Um 
But yes, okay, so with that, I think we can say bye to the audience. Thank you for this, staying tuned to this episode. Do subscribe to our channels. Uh, stay resilient. Uh, stay focused. Manage your environment. And I wish you all the success in the year ahead. Okay? Bye.